Amen, amen. Somebody might get mad at me this morning. You guys might be mad at me when I tell you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Yes, I'm talking to you, all of you and you. I'm talking to you, and I want to tell you, get anointed in the spirit more in 2024. Amen. Get anointed in the spirit more in 2024. 24. Let us pray. God, we do thank you for all that has transpired. God, you know, we do all this in love of you. We praise your name, the musicians, the people in the audience, the ones that are online, all of us that are giving your name glory through the way that you have instilled in us to give your name praise. And so now, God, as we come with this word, we ask that you would just anoint our thoughts, anoint our prayers, anoint what we delivered today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I didn't say, hey, you get more flesh in 24, but I said get anointed in the spirit more in 2024. I know y'all love those rhymes and all that stuff, so I put the rhymes in there just to make sure you get the point. It's, it's not about catching phrases, though. It's about what we're saying to you. So tell your friend, your neighbor next to you, get anointed, get anointed. in the spirit more in 2024. That neighbor didn't smile. Get your another neighbor and tell them get anointed more in the spirit in the spirit in 2024 2024 amen amen, amen. all some obedient people i do appreciate that i thank you so much for hearing god as he has spoken to us and said what we should say to you so let me remind you all of us needing more anointing from our lord Amen. Am I right about it? Amen. I Amen. hope y'all want to be more anointed by the Lord. I hope you're Amen. looking in 2024 for more Amen. anointing yeah. from our God. Yes. And let me just remind you that a few weeks ago we had an anointing and healing service right here in this church. And what was the point of that service? It was to get the spirit more. Wasn't it? Amen, somebody. And the highlight of the service was the anointing with blessed oil. Why? Because any believer will tell you that the anointing, as they say, breaks the yoke. Yeah, you all know what breaking the yoke yeah. is all about. But here's the real deal, Sister uh, uh, Helen Dede Hoskins. Uh, the real deal is that I call her a whole name, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, the real deal is that it's not the oil that has the power of blessing you. Oh, no, that's right. Uh, it's not the oil, Pastor Iantha, uh, or Reverend Jay, that has the power of healing you. It's not the oil, Brother Sultan, who has, has the power of helping you. It's not even the power Minister Karen, of who's holding you. Yeah. It's the power of God that's placed within you. Yeah, yeah. That's what the real deal. 
And so I'm reminded of, uh, you know, my movie buff, and every now and then I go back and I look. And just so happened last week, one of my old favorites, the Karate Kid, popped up. Oh gosh! And there was skinny Daniel Larusso oh, trying to fight gosh. as a karate man. And here comes his trainer, Mr. Miyagi. Yes. And Mr. Miyagi says, in the heat of the karate battle, uh, that it was Daniel Larusso. It's time to use your anointing. Mm. He said, it's time to let it out. <laughs> Did I get the accent right? All right. His anointing, it was time for him to let the anointing come out. In other words, I say to you, God's special gifts are already within you. Did you hear me say that? God's special gifts, your anointing is already within you. And just like Mr. Miyagi said to Daniel LaRusso with his skinny self, he said, God is saying to you, it's time to let your special gifts come to the forefront. Let them out so they can be used by God as he put them in you. I know some people don't think they got any anointing, but you got anointing born with you. Yeah. So you may not think so, you, you, but, but, but you were born with anointing. And if you haven't let it out or them out, because some people have multiple gifts, we hope you will show them more in 2024. As a result, you will reach the point of accepting the anointing within you and with your anointing intact we will now begin to receive and use more of what you have. Well, are you hearing me? Oh, what are you saying, Pastor Keith? I know you want to get into all of this uh, really deep stuff, but, but what are you really saying to that? Us? I want to double down then, as you hear a lot on the TV these oh, days, oh. and make sure that this is clear. It's not the olive oil. Huh. Is neither is it some miracle spring water. You preach, Pastor. Neither is it some prayer show. And it's not sowing money. For example, $365 for 365 days of the year of blessing. It's neither of this. And let me tell y'all something too. It's not even found in the holy handkerchiefs that they try to sell oh, you on TV. Jesus. I'm just being honest. I'm being real. Because you see all these gimmicks out there nowadays trying to gimmick the Lord. That ain't what anointing is. Amen. Amen. Preach it. Preach it. Your anointing is found in none of these. But it's found Rather in God's yes. gifts to us. Yes, yes. Anybody got some gifts from God? Yes. If you don't have any, I'll raise my hand for you because I know you got some. You may not be using them yet, but you got them. Y'all want some examples? How about the gifts of specialized or higher level wisdom 
that God gives to us. Yes. How about some with some healing gifts right. that God gives to us? How about some people that speak in tongues or interpret in tongues? Yes. Gifts from God. Yes. Not to be used as something for somebody to think they are something, but gifts to be used by God. There are prophecy gifts that God gives. There's knowledge and there's discernment of spirits. Spiritual gifts that we have been anointed with and God is saying time to bring it out. Some of you have some of this anointing so I admonish you to stir up your gifts. You see 1 John 22 and 20 says that you however have an anointing from the Holy One. And all of you know the truth. Likewise, if you go further in that scripture, John 2 and 27 tells us, as for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But just as his true and genuine anointing teaches you about all things, so remain in him as you have been taught. Amen. I know there are a lot of folks who've been using this anointing thing the wrong way. So there was a, a article I found from a guy named Noah B. Schumacher and he wrote in February of 2022 about growing in the anointing of God. He wrote in the article he talked about what is the anointing of God. He says that the anointing of God is the enablement uh, or the impartation of God's ability through his Holy Spirit. And that is upon and within an available and surrendered person. Are you available? Are you surrendered? Are you an anointed person enabled and imparted of God's ability through his Holy Spirit? And are you ready to fulfill and carry out his will and his work? I hope I'm talking to you today. Because he comes and continues with this true statement that the enablement and the impartation will help those who have received it to do supernatural things. Though they remain as natural beings. In other words, plain old ordinary folk can do special things in the name of God when he anoints them. Enablement, special abilities, impartation, when God dispenses or gives stuff to us. I heard a preacher this morning talking about anointing and I didn't have any idea that he would be talking about the same 
uh, scripture, the same kind of sermon we're talking about. But he was saying some of the same things that we must receive and believe what God has given us. Yes. And then use it for his glory. Yes. For some of us, that means a radical shift. We're sitting on gifts that we haven't been using. Some of us have to move and do something as God has given you the ability to do them. That is to abide in a holy and a spiritual relationship such that he will give you more of his relationship with him. He'll give you more, as we like to say in 2024. And my word to you right now is that you, if you're playing around, you're playing with God. Because we got some charlatans out there. They think this is a play thing. This anointing thing is a play thing. Well, if you're playing, you better quit playing. Amen. You better quit playing because that God has the power to do some things to you when you're playing with his name. Jesus. We are to use what he's given us to spread his glory. Because he's going to get the glory. Now here's something else I liked about what Schumacher had to say. And I'm going to hurry up and sit down. Schumacher also said that the anointing is never about us. That's right. Or for us. Did y'all hear me? Yes. It's never about us and is never for us. Especially preachers, especially ministers, especially musicians, especially ushers, especially deacons, especially plain old church folk. Amen. Amen. In my body, let me tell you, it ain't about us. Yes. It's all about him. Amen. Did y'all hear me? I got any witnesses out there? I hope I do. Ain't about us. It's all about him. So we got to quit playing. We got to be about our father's business. Schumacher also said that the anointing does not exist to give us an emotional experience. Jesus. You know, I, I go to churches and, and I love to see people in the spirit, but some of them when they're up speaking in tongue, I have to wonder. Huh. Because it's not always the speaking in tongue that we should be doing. And the Bible clearly talks about That's there right. needs to be some interpretation. That's right. That's right. But we got people running around the churches and, you know, and I'm not saying they're not who they are. But I tell you what, for someone who has a discerning spirit, who discerns spirits, and that's one of my spiritual gifts, I've seen folk laying out on front of the altar and, uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and I'm like, mm, uh, mm, uh, I don't know. Falling out, and you, you know, you, there's a there's a way to fall out. 
There's a way to feel the presence of God in the sanctuary. But somebody with a discerning spirit can tell when they're playing with God. That's right. I'm going to leave that alone. That's right. Woo! But Schumacher also says that uh, this emotionalism, uh, it, it, it penetrates the work of the enemy so that it can be harnessed and put out further in the world. So, in other words, the enemy is getting the glory out of all of this plain stuff. And Schumacher says that it does not require the real anointed does not require a perfect person. Jesus. Y'all hear that? Yes. Because some people feel like they got to be perfect before they can come to God, before they can use what God gave them, and before they can give some of themselves to others so they can be blessed by their anointing. They feel like they got to be perfect. God didn't call anybody perfect. If you're perfect, I ask you to leave here right now. Amen. Jesus. I'll go as well if I was perfect, but I ain't perfect. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't Amen. been perfect. I ain't going to never be perfect. Amen. I'm going to use what God gave me for his glory. So I'm almost finished. Schumacher says that only a person yielded to God is required. That is a person who's desperate passionate and albeit radical in their pursuit of God. Anybody pursuing God? Yes, Lord. Are you radical in your pursuit? Do you really want to give everything and surrender all to God or are you playing? Uh. The person who has sought baptism in the Holy Spirit. Jesus. One who has growth and maturity in Jesus Christ. That's the anointing. Yeah. You know, we were created for more is what Schumacher and I say. Oh. He's on our street, y'all. So we say commit to God's anointing more Amen. than 20, 24. Pastor I comes out, I just have to tell y'all there's a preacher that we know, because you know uh, sometimes preachers get too carried away and think they are so anointed. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are doing what God really tells them to do, Go ahead, say it. somebody else will recognize. Yes. Even the preacher will recognize. Yes. And this one pastor, preacher of ours, so will tell you real quick. She'll look over at Pastor I and she'll say, she got that sneaky anointing. <laughs> Sneaking up because she can lay her hands on you. And you might feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yes. She can pray over you. Yes. And you might feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. I like to think I got a little sneaky anointing too. Mm. When I put my hands to the organ. Oh, yeah. And God oh, yeah. says, do it a certain Preach way. It. Do it. I can yes, give you, can. you some of his glory yes, through my hands. Yes, I'm not bragging. I'm not talking about how great I am. I'm talking about how great is our God. Get anointed in the spirit more in 2024.
and South and Edom, uh, they sought his anointing. Uh, King Jehoshaphat uh, once said that the word of the Lord is with him. Uh, and, and you find that in 2 Kings, uh, the third chapter, verse number 12. Uh, in other words, these kings could tell, uh, they knew that there was something significant uh, about this man uh, that they would consult him uh, to find out what they needed to do when Israel and Moab were about to go to war. Well, can I just remind you all once again that this is not the first time that we brought up the subject of anointing to you. Uh, but in case you've forgotten, one of the main things about being anointed or having an anointing is that you have been separated, you have been dedicated to the service of our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody needs to understand what uh, anointing really means. And so when we take a look at our text this morning and we pull up verses number 8 through 10, we don't even see the word anointing anywhere in the text. Oh, somebody needs to help me here. I don't see the word anointing. It doesn't tell us that Elisha anointed the woman with oil. We don't see that, Sister Elaine. Nowhere in the text do we see anybody who pouring oil, smearing oil, or even sprinkling oil. We don't see anywhere where there was a prayer service. There wasn't any revival. Nobody was coming back home for worship from the tent of meetings. Yet when we look at the verse number 9, the verse tells us that that woman says to her husband, she says, look, I am sure that this man who regularly passes our way is a holy man of God. Oh, can I tell somebody? Come on, somebody look at your neighbor and say his anointing was showing. Ah, uh, yeah. His anointing was showing. His, his, his enablement and his impartation was all over him. Oh, he was a willing, a yielded vessel available to be used by God. That's what the woman saw. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, see we, we want, we, what we want you to see is that the woman recognizes the anointing on somebody else. Ah, uh, see, see, keep an eye. We can look at, see, there's, some, there, there's something about being in, in the role of the pastor because it gives us an opportunity to see the anointing that God has placed on the people that he's placed in our midst. And so sometimes we might come to you and we might ask you about doing something or being a part of something because it's something that we can see in you, hallelujah, that you might not even see in yourself. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's how it can, can work sometimes. But, but, but look at, looking at this, how this woman recognizes recognizes this anointing on this man. He doesn't come up and say, I'm anointed. He, he doesn't come up and say, let me put some oil on you. He just simply comes by. Yes. Wow. Have you ever been in the presence of somebody who has that, that something 
extra on them that causes a shift in the atmosphere when they come into the room. I think you have. They're not wearing any special designer clothes. They got a plain old basic transportation car. Nothing outlandish. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too luxurious. They may not even have a title. And they might not have any letters even in front or behind their name. But something about them just turns heads when they step into that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen that. And you kind of watch them and say, I want to tell you that it could be, it could be that the anointing of God on them uh, that you sense. Uh, but I have to say this with a warning. Uh, and Pastor Keith has already alluded to that we got to be careful uh, because some will try to imitate uh, God's uh, anointing. Uh, we, we must be discerning. Uh, uh, in other words, we better check the see if it's real or a cheap imitation. I'm going to date myself, but you all will remember this. Way back in the day, when you could hardly tell if something was real or not, they would say, is it live or is it memory? Oh, y'all remember that? Yeah, I know this crowd is in that age group. And you all will remember that that was the question. Says that she urges this holy man of God to come and eat with him whenever he passes by. And with the blessing of her husband, oh, you all got to get this. The Bible says that she fixes up a fully furnished room. I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about laying out with the sweet number bed. <laughs> you know what the remote control uh, so he can lift up his head uh, and pick up his feet. Uh, I, I'm talking about the flat screen TV on the wall. Uh, I, I'm talking about the personal assistant uh, so you can say, turn off the light. Turn on the light. Oh, I'm talking about she fixed up the room. Uh, you all get the picture. And so when this man of God who was carrying this special anointing on him would be in a comfortable place whenever he was in town. I believe, I believe. Y'all tell me here, but I believe that this woman was attracted to the anointing. <laughs> we as worshipers of Jesus Christ should be attracted to the anointing. When a true anointing shows up, I'm talking about in an authentic way, it makes people want what you have.
gather over your house. You don't know what it is. You thought it was your pork chops. But guess what? It was the anointing of God that exudes from you. That they felt safe in your space. They felt calm in your presence. Ah, yeah. You see, Pastor Key told us that the anointing is not for us. And it's not about us. But it's all about the God that we serve. Yeah. And so today, our theme highlights more anointing by the Spirit in 2024. You know what I love about this Spirit thing? is sometimes we get confused and think that if it's happening in the Spirit, it can't be something that we see. But it's on the contrary. And it happens in the Spirit. It manifests in the Spirit in the flesh, and we can see what God is doing, even when we don't know what he's up to. Ah, oh, yeah. I believe that. I believe that. You see, understand that the, that the anointing brings empowerment and protection. And it helps us uh, to deliver better. When we accepted Christ, uh, that's when we become anointed. But in order to grow in that anointing, uh, and I heard somewhere along the way uh, that RCM2 uh, happened to be a great place to grow. Uh, anybody else hear that? Uh, I don't know where it came from, uh, but, but, but RCM2, since it's a great place to grow, uh, I, need to help you to put a few things in practice so you can grow in your anointing. Is that alright? Well, first thing, I ain't gonna be long, but I just want to tell you that the first thing we want you to do is to yearn for the anointing. In other words, you got to want it. You got to be thirsty for that anointing. You got to be hungry to grow in your anointing. Do you yearn for the things of God? Or are you just kind of hooked in to all of the things of this world? Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes we just don't have that extra special oomph because we don't yearn for it. Uh, we're okay where we are. Now, Pastor, I'm good. Uh, but we say to you, uh, you know, we want to increase your hunger. We want you to increase your thirst for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I know that some and I love this psalm that says that as the deer pants for the water, so does my soul long for thee. Anybody so long to be better in God? RCM2, can I just tell you that there is always a higher level for us to go from where we are operating right now. When you have a thirst for more, when you have a hunger for more, you can find yourself going to a place called deeper. I love to be deeper in God. Does anybody want to go to another level in 2024? Let me hear you cry out unto the Lord telling you what Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you one more thing. Ah, uh, yeah, fasting and praying. Uh, 
you all knew that was coming. But you see, Jesus was our greatest example of how this is done. Because Jesus had a lifestyle of prayer. He just didn't pray when it looked like the Pharisees was coming after him. He just didn't pray when it looked like people were trying to trip him up. He didn't pray just because the leper had touched him. But he had a lifestyle that kept him in a spirit and an attitude of prayer. He knew how to withdraw from the crowds. He knew how to withdraw from the noise. He knew how to withdraw from the demands in order to take in time to be in his father's presence and to pray. During these times of fasting and praying, I don't know about you, but I've always benefited and when I could feel the anointing of God in my life. Stop. 
we just stop by for just a little while this to just remind you that there is more in 2024. And the Spirit of God said, Amen. 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 